that was Old Town Road by <sighs> Little Nas X, the remix featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Got what it deserves. But it's Shane. And Kaylee. And welcome back to another episode of the Pop Talk Podcast. Yay. Or if it's your first time, thanks for joining us. Hope you guys are having an amazing day. Before we get started, because we have so much to talk about. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud so you don't miss out on any of the past or future episodes. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pop Talk Podcast at Pop underscore Talk underscore. And then my Instagram that you can follow me is Mr. McCaddy, M-R-M-C-C-A-T-T-Y. And my Twitter is at K-K-Y. It's like the word K. And then 1057. Yes, and like always, those things will be down in the description for you if you cannot remember. Uh, Kaylee, yes. I forgot to ask, were there any pop topics? I totally forgot to ask before Um, we I had, um, spoiler, um, I had the death of Nipsey. Nipsey? Oh. Yes, him, and then I guess whatever drama's going on with Cardi and her, whatever the oh, heck's please. going on. Um, we also saw Dumbo. Oh, and we also saw Dumbo. Week. Yes. Yes, but uh, the main thing we will be talking about today is Billie Eilish dropped her ah, debut yes. album, and we're just gonna, I don't, I mean, I don't know who Billie Eilish is, like, I've never really listened to her like that, but apparently she's a big deal, so we will be getting into that a little later, but first, we have to talk about Billboard, yes. and Billboard, if you do not know, is how the most popular songs in the country are rated i don't know why i can't think of the word but they're based off of radio play sales and streams and kaylee yes. is going to break it down for us yes. oh yes i had it up okay okay so number 10 Ugh. shouldn't be number 10 should be number one at all times is shallow by lady gaga the BAFTA-winning, Oscar-winning, Grammy-winning number one in two months. We will see live. Yes, I'm so excited. Shallow. Oh <clears throat> Shallow getting what it continues to deserve. Well, that's one of my co-workers' favorite songs, and she was, she, um, it was the previous day. Mm-hmm. She the song last part of the song came on when she was getting back onto the van after like picking up the kids and she was was upset because she's like oh I never get to hear the song on the radio I love the song it's my favorite song and so the next day I heard it come on the radio and she was she went to go get the kids and so like I drove the van up closer so <laughs> they would get to the van faster and I said I wanted you to hear your song because it's on the radio <laughs> because shallow deserves shallow deserves everything. Okay, number nine is Sucker. I'm a sucker for you. Jonas Brothers. Number eight is Tatiana. Bust down Tatiana. Making a comeback to the top ten. I wonder why. No, probably from t- videos or something. Um, yeah, but like the main hype of it already happened. So the oh. fact that it's jumping back into the top ten is interesting. Mm. Number seven is Middle Child, J. Cole. Who's Dream... Who's... Uh, I think it's Dreamville festival yeah um is today or this weekend oh, that's really? j cole's own music festival yeah i, I know that because well i saw his tweet about it today but also my barber is there and that's the reason why my hair is not cut 
Shade. <laughs> it's not shade. He yeah. he like sent a message. He's like, hey guys, just a reminder, I'm gonna be out of town this weekend. I couldn't remember what for. And then I saw I was like, oh yeah, I do remember him saying that he was gonna go. So he actually is going. So many music festivals happening. I know. I think mm, never mind. Um, number six is happier. Boom, 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 boom. Number five, for some reason, is Please Me, Cardi B, and Bruno Mars. Um, really don't know why. Number four. Hey, Ola. <laughs> Actually, can we just stop and talk about Cardi B yeah, sure. for a second? Sure. Um, well, not even Cardi B. So really fast, if you don't know, apparently Offset tweeted uh there's a conspiracy that a lot of people think cardi tweeted from his account uh-huh. but that's a theory oh, so we're not really? gonna go with that yeah because at the end he does the the my one of my favorite emojis like the shrug, shrug oh, yeah, shoulder I love that one. but he posted the girl uh-huh. so if someone was th- typing really fast if she was typing you know she is used to doing the girls and she would click that one and not think to do like a guy said wow y'all really are some investigative (laughs) (laughs) discovery people because wow for real (laughs) but apparently he was just basically saying how you know she paved the way for all these female artists and no one can do it better than her you know she can she's better than any artist like basically setting up a challenge any artist male or female to take her on and she'll win mm-hmm. and I'm like what is he doing what is he talking about? like and just you know saying that she's the queen and all all of this stuff and I looked at him like well your opinion's irrelevant because who are you you're talking about someone who's bigger than you saying like I own properties and like you know my my mama's rich I'm like what, your mama's rich why do we care about why do we care if your mom's rich? <laughs> <laughs> offset? Offset. Um, yeah, and so a lot of of course, you know, Nicki Minaj fans, of course, were ready to go at this. And, you know, basically saying she didn't pave the way and all this stuff. And the main thing though that I agreed with is that, you know, last year, I think October or something like that, when the Nicki Cardi thing was really, mm-hmm. you know, going at it. Nikki publicly challenged her to a rap battle, and what did Cardi do? Deleted her Instagram in response. Mm-hmm. So if she's better than any artist, and she can challenge any artist, then why come she didn't accept Nikki's challenge? So it's all like just like a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense, and it's like, can we please, for not even just for the sake of Cardi and her career, so she can even have some type of longevity, can we please stop? over hyping her mm-hmm. like this because it is a lot to live up to i mean we already know these songs are not popping off the same way you know bodak yellow or i like it and um yeah those two um like those songs did well I, those are the number ones so, um so it's like i don't know i think we're just doing a little too much like let the girl breathe yeah like raise her kids and I I, that too but I so I think there's some issues just like with her and her team and now she's trying to be herself and she's getting caught over being a role model Cardi's going through a lot um and you know I'm sure she'll come out with new music soon because that's what she does and hopefully it's good but please stop hyping up Cardi she is not God's grace to female rap she has not paved the way for anything I will say that she might have opened some more doors for newer female rappers 
because they see now Cardi also succeeding. So it's like, okay, well, I also want a female rapper or whatever. So I will give her that a little bit of credit. But again, none of that would have happened if Nicki didn't do all that Nicki had to do first. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If anyone paved the way... It was Nikki. Exactly. All right, Kayla, what's next? Oh, goodness. All right, number four is Without Me. Thinking you could live. Number three is Sunflower. And the Sunflower. Number two is Wow, Post Post Malone, man. Post Malone. Oh, my gosh. I don't... Post Malone. And it's so crazy about this, this actually, this top ten, is that besides... Yeah, actually, besides Shallow, all of these artists are in their 20s. Really? Specifically, I think mostly under 25. Bastille is under 25? Um, I don't know how old Marshmallow is. I mean, I don't know how old everyone is in Bastille, and I'm pretty sure Dan, the lead singer, I'm pretty sure he's like 27. Or 28 or something like that. What about Jonas Brothers? I know Joe is probably not... No, well, Kevin's doing... Kevin's at least 30. I know that. Yeah. So Joe and Nick are in their 20s. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, the youth is taken back over. But soon, but apparently, apparently the youth youth mm-hmm. are coming. My youth. The youth, the teens are coming, apparently. You know, with the teens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number one is Seven Rings. First eighth week. Oh. I like it. I got it. Wait, what? Which I still so uh, Seven Rings is a number one for eight weeks now, which beats her record, which is even crazy to say. Uh, Thank you, Next being her longest running number one, which was her first number one, and that was number one for seven weeks. But like, Thank You Next, Next seemed like this big thing. It right. seemed like it was number one. Yeah, Seven Rings. Even though it's been number one for eight weeks, not even eight consecutive weeks, like over time, eight weeks, it doesn't feel like it's the number one song. I agree. I think I heard it on the. Did I hear that on the radio? I think it was that. She has on the so radio. many songs on the radio. I know. Well, I heard it, I heard seven <laughs> rings on the radio. So many yeah yuzz yeah. on the radio. <laughs> and that's all I did was listen for the yuzz. Yeah. I realized that. God is a woman started the yuzz. I heard it the other day. I said, she says yeah a lot in the song. I said, that's where it started. She was never saying yeah before that. That, ex- say- that excessively. Oh, I was going to say, No Tears Left to Cry had at least one yeah. I think. Did it? I think. Oh, it's okay. been a year since that song came out. Do you know that? No, but fantastic song, which is crazy because I did not like it at first. Yeah. It grew on me. Yeah. It, over a long period of time, grew on me and became like an, my anthem and like one of my favorite songs from Sweetener. So, Sweetener. good song. R.I.P. Sweetener. <laughs> Sweetener. You know what? I posted a tweet and I'm going to say it on the podcast too. Sweetener. I like Sweetener more than Thank You Next and y'all can fight me. So, um, at, him. at me, at, at him. Mr. McCaddy, MR. <laughs> M-C-C-A-T-T-Y, and I will explain to you why Sweetener is better than Thank You Next. All right, so that's the top ten. It is the top ten. So just a quick thing happening within the top 40. uh, We know we we had played earlier the Old Town Road remix, so that song actually jumps from number 32 to number 15. Now that is just the original song. That's without the power. Oh, wow. Of the Billy Ray Cyrus remix because that just came out, yeah. So it wouldn't have impacted this week's chart; it'll impact next week. So 
I'm like, so Billboard, is this song, is it country enough for you now? Because if you don't, if you don't know, Billboard removed the Old Town Road song from the country charts because they said it didn't have enough country elements basically to be considered a country song. And so as soon as he announced the Billy Ray Cyrus remix, Billboard posted about, oh, everyone go listen to like the blah, 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 blah. And he was like, hmm, interesting. I said, yeah, apparently it's country enough now because you put Billy Ray Cyrus on it. And Miley is using this as an opportunity to promote herself. Mm-hmm. She's like, look at my dad's number one song, and everyone's like, it's not your dad's song. She did post it a lot, though. She was like, look at my dad. Look, it's my daddy. OMG, my dad's on this song. Like, mine is a whole different topic. We'll talk about her another episode. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, so like I said, we do have a lot to talk about and a lot of music to talk about. Mm-hmm. Especially, so let's just jump right into you heard it on Pop Talk, and you heard it on Pop Talk. If you do not know, is where we talk about new music that has come out within the past week. We'll play a little snippet of it at the beginning so you know what song we're talking about and you can kind of get a feel for it, and then we'll give you our opinion. So, first song on our list that we have to talk about is called Paradise. By what a brave, brave move. Mm-hmm. Naming your song Paradise. When you have songs like Coldplay. Oh, and yes, you yes. have songs, well, this is not as big of a song, but songs like Paradise by George Ezra. I like songs called Paradise. Mm-hmm. I also like Another Day in Paradise by, um, I believe, Phil Collins. Hmm. If I'm incorrect about that, don't judge me. My musical knowledge goes further than Top 40 Pop. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so what do we think about this song? Bozzy, if you don't know, he's the guy who sings like Mine and Beautiful with... Camila Cabello. I like the vibey, obviously, but he also sounds good. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. Also, too, apparently this song is going is for a movie, but I think it's also on his album, too. Oh, what movie is it for? Uh, Do we know? I, I, yeah, I, I read it on the Genius page, but I don't remember oh. off the top of my head. Hmm, then I wonder Nothing that I've heard of. Because this is definitely, like, a niche song. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good credit song, or it's just on the soundtrack. That's true. <laughs> it sounds like a credit song. Um, hmm. I think it sounds similar. I like the lyrics. This could be very nice. Yeah. Like, I like the lyrics that he says because it, I don't know, it just makes me feel like, yeah, yeah, paradise. Yeah, it's yeah. a mood. It's you know? a mood. It's a vibe. Um, and then I like the little drop. Um, when it goes in the chorus. Yes. When the production comes of in. Of course. Yeah. I love a good boom, chorus boom, drop. Boom, 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 boom. And then, but the only thing is that he does kind of, I mean, I'm sure it's on the same album as like mine and all. No, that was no? his first album. Oh. This is for a new album. Hmm. Well, he definitely has a has a brand. Yeah, he writes you know? all his own stuff. I'm pretty sure he, if he doesn't produce it, he also co-produces. So it's going to sound within the vein mm. of who Bozzy is, for sure. Yeah. That's all I had. I, I, I just 
I played this a few times in the car, and it was, like, nighttime, mm-hmm. and, like, that's when I feel like I'm... Yeah, exactly. So Cruising. I I enjoyed it. I said I really enjoyed the production on oh, the yes. song. Oh, yes. I was going to say that, too. Um, I wish I could emulate the sound, but it's very... It's like underwatery. Yeah, but it's like the beginning has that. It's very like minimal production. Yeah. And like the verse, the first verse. This is. Let's get real nerdy for a second, but, so like the song to me like really it 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 grows like there's always something new added to the song, which is the sign of a good song. Mm -hmm. So the production is very minimal at the beginning, and then. Uh, like Kaylee said, I like when like the drums and the bass come in on the chorus, the and then uh, the chorus is fantastic. You know, I love me a chanty vocal, yeah. paradise. Um, love stuff like that, mm. and so the chorus is pretty great overall. I really like that the second verse has more of like a rap delivery to yeah. it. I think it gives the song great dynamics, which is what I was thinking about because I wrote a song um, for a musical that we're working on for the summer that kind of does the same thing. Like the second verse has more of like a rappy feel to it. So I'm like, oh, Bossy is copying my influence. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, Bossy, you went into my studio and you heard uh, my song? No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bossy? 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 Questions? Camila. I was Camila instead. You know him? Um, a nice, I say, yeah, same thing you said, a nice vibe. This song brings his vocal sound pretty good. And uh, I mean, I know he wrote it by himself, but it also really feels like it's coming from him. Like, mm-hmm. he sounds very connected to what he's singing about, and the lyrics and melodies go really well with the production. So I think it's a nice, pretty, like, solid song. I definitely rate this higher than mine or beautiful actually combine mine and beautiful together and i think the song is much better than both of them combined hmm. i don't know i always i have a soft spot for mine i, I, also I like have a soft i like i like them yeah i also have a soft spot for the beautiful 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 angel. And, uh, like yeah. just that part i just really like that part mm-hmm. but yeah no i like this song too i would i so would, would this song go on our ipod i would probably put this on my ipod Yes, I would also put this on my iPod, and it already is. And by my iPod, I mean my phone, obviously. We're from a different generation. Yeah, do you do you guys even... Whoever, if you're in, like, <laughs> Generation Z, as mm-hmm. they're called, Gen do you Z. even know what an iPod is? Comment below. <laughs> Tweet us, let us know. So, <laughs> okay, so next song we have is Kill This Love by Blackpink. I'm not sorry, I said, K-pop plays no games when it comes to production. No, it does not. Like, they play, just as soon as the song starts, bum, ba, ba, bum, ba, ba. I'm like, oh, I'm like, it's big and it's bold. Um, I love the, the big, bold drums. And I think it's the, it's like an electronic horn sound. That burr, 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 yeah. burr, burr, burr. That's what it sounds like to me. Um, I feel like, oh, we about to, something's about to happen. I said it feels very similar. It's very similar. It feels very similar, and it's also very similar structure 
to their kind of breakout hit in America. I guess, honestly, well, really kind of their breakout hit everywhere because they're still relatively uh, new act. But do-do-do-do-do, hit them with that do-do-do-do-do. It's like an upgraded version yeah. of that. But basically, literally, they were shooting guns and now they're shooting bazookas, apparently, mm. in the video. I said, oh, we had come. We did not come to play this time, Blackpink. video is amazing. That budget. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said, they sound really good i said they sound good with their rapping and their vocals uh, i think their charisma so so like the thing with like k-pop right is because even though blackpink and other groups too do a very good job at mixing mm-hmm. korean with english lyrics i think that the charisma and the energy and the um, the personality that comes across like in their vocal performances on the song what's the word almost take away the for me take away the fact that I don't know what they're saying yeah I'm like you're just committed and it sounds good I like how it sounds yeah so I'm like I don't care what you I'm like I'm just kill this love dude dude yeah I said um great choreo yeah music video fun I said it's fun girl power anthem I said what a girl group should be doing I said, but I do want them to put out a single. I'm, I, They have different types of songs. I've listened to their projects and stuff. But I would like for them to put out a single that has a different style. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think I can almost, I, I can envision hearing this on the radio. And I said, I'm starting, and I said, I'm starting to know who is who in the group. Yeah. I said, I think I have a favorite. I'm like, oh no, here we go. Who's your favorite? Well, the only person's name who I can clearly identify in the group is... I think her name is Rose. Uh-huh. At least that's how you say it yeah. in English. Um, but yeah, she's she's got the best vocals in the group. Hmm. Yeah, I... I, I and she I, had all the, the dramatic parts. She was the one in, in the video with the car scene and the dramatic, like, oh, oh. the lights. I said, of course they would give her the dramatic <laughs> main parts. I love the cohesiveness yes. of their voices. Mm-hmm. It's like the little mix of K-pop. Of Korea. Yeah, K-pop. Like, when they started singing, I could, first of all, it's not, so sometimes when I listen to girl groups and I don't know who's singing, it's kind. It's in a bad way, yeah. but this is almost in a good way because the song is amazing, the production is amazing, the way they layer their voices yeah. and how it's almost like Sing rap, sing rap. Yeah, you know it's just it's great. It's a good little mix. And lol, yeah. no pun intended. <laughs> lol. <laughs> yeah, I very much enjoyed this song. I was in my, you know, listening to this in the car, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. No, I, I, I very much enjoyed this song. This would definitely go into my iPod. Um, yeah, I said this song would maybe go on my iPod because oh. I only said maybe. Cause I do like it, but. I don't know if I like it more than do 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 do, but I'm only saying that because do 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 was yeah. like a moment for me. And I wa- I was like, I just remember like texting, I think Kyrie and being like, either Kyrie or Amalfa and being like, <laughs> no one has told me about stuff like this before, and um, yeah. So that's why I said uh, maybe, but, but, if I take away that fact, then yes, I would definitely put it on my iPod. Mm-hmm. Okay, next song we have is Cool by Jonas Brothers. Cool. 
which is still very interesting to say that we're just talking about new Jonas Brothers music in 2019. Seriously, like, but they came, I mean, it's basically, they're coming back to the game with just a 2019 sound, like, a 2019 version of their old sound. And, like, I understand, like, that's probably the point, but... I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's going to get annoying too quick. For me. Oh, really? Yeah. Because this song in particular, I mean, it's a summer bop. Yeah. Let me just make that clear. I heard the boppiness and I heard the summer. Yeah. And the music video, I mean, it is is Nick featuring Joe and Kevin, which is funny you said that. Yes. Well, I I had a a note about that. That's what I originally wrote, but then when I listened to it again and read along with the lyrics, it's really not. Joe actually sings the second chorus. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? No, I thought I literally thought Joe had that one verse and everything else was Nick. Oh no. And then when I listened to it again with the words, I go like, oh, I can hear how I can hear that it's Joe. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I I like Joe's voice a lot better than Nick's, but Nick Me makes... Me too. Oh, yeah, we've already said this. But Nick makes better music. It's just a fact. Um, <laughs> it's just a fact. A fact. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I feel so cool. You know, it's just like a... I don't know. I would not put this on my iPod because I feel like this would get too annoying too quick mm-hmm. because it's like the same rhythm and the production yeah, that's is a, the same exact thing over Yeah, a lot of thing I've heard people complain about, especially like the drum, it's yeah. like this annoying drum yeah. pattern that's the whole song. But I think it's a great second single. I'm glad they did not bring this out first yeah. is what I think. Well, I said I didn't realize what, I said I didn't realize Joe sings the second chorus. Oh. I said, because I was ready to come in and trash this <laughs> song and be like, I don't understand why Nick sings 90%. I'm That's like, hilarious. And then apparently, this is what happens when you read credits, y'all, because I was like, yes, Kevin is killing that guitar solo or oh, whatever. Oh, don't tell me he didn't play. He doesn't play, at least on the recorded production, oh. none of them play the Kevin instruments. In the song, trash. I said, so what is Kevin doing in this? Is being the third Jonas Brothers. I mean, like, I get it, like, he'll do it live, but why not do it in the studio? Yeah. Then what do, what do you do? That's so funny. But, <laughs> what do you do? But, um, I said, I, yeah, I said, a cool, easy song, no pun intended. Um, so there's definitely some, like, 70s influence yes. in there with the production and also, like, the music video. Mm-hmm. I said the guitar and bass parts uh, sound really good. I said I do like the guitar solo that's in there. I do wish it was a little louder, though. Like, I kind of wish they were like, no, yeah, let's, like, rock it out a little more. But I also can understand watering it down because it's a pop song. But I also don't understand that because I'm like, who cares? Like, go yeah. big or go home, you know? Yeah. Yeah, chorus is catchy. I said, "Oh, we're cussing now." I said, "Oh, we cuss. Oh, we really took them purity rings off now." We really did. We really did. I feel so cool. Ooh, 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 ooh. I said, "Why is Joe talking about Post Malone?" He, he has a lyric. He said, "Yeah, I feel like Post Malone when I'm going home or something like that." Oh, don't bring Post Malone into this. Well, apparently, I found out too that Post Malone references Jonas Brothers on Better Now. Yeah, he does. I didn't know that. Oh. So I'm like, is that like just 
you're returning the favor? I don't know, but better now is or much just, bigger. All right. Well, I mean, hey, we don't know yet. This That's could be true. number one forever. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, I see Game of Thrones reference is cool because, you know, his fiance is, is on Game of Thrones and Kaylee's throwing a party. Woo! But I said, like you said, too, I said it's a nice B-side to Sucker because Sucker's like the more, like, upbeat, yes, like, yes. you know, we're back, I'm a sucker for you, uh, cool song. And this is more like, hey, why does that song have to be called Cool? Even though I've, I've written a song called Cool. But, um... Yeah, it's a nice B-side, very uh, more chill, still fun. Definitely would be sound great for late yeah. spring, summer. Um, yeah, I would definitely, I would put it on my iPod just because I'm just, honestly, i probably put most Jonas Brothers songs that they released <laughs> because I'm just hyped that <laughs> they're here. But I do think, not to compare because they're different songs, but I do think Sucker is the superior. Me as well. Okay, so next song we have on the list is Monopoly. By Ariana Grande and <laughs> and Victoria Monet. would have came from my throat okay what do we think about this what a random what a random song mm-hmm. and then well you know why they put it out right is it because of her th- sexuality or something no, no no they were just celebrating the fact that seven rings was number one for eight weeks mm-hmm. um and it's the same people who made seven rings like really? victoria money wrote co-wrote and the people who same people who produced it but those are like her people um so yeah, and so they wanted to put it out for that, and just a f- celebration of friendship. We just went, they said all that, said this song's gonna be trash. That's what I said to one of my friends. I said, I have a feeling this song is not good. But then, you also have to look at it, it's not like a single. Yeah. Or, oh, I mean, it might be like a single, but it's not like from an album or anything. So you have to kind of look at it, at least for me, I looked at it differently because of that. Right. Because I'm like, that's not like an official song or anything. Yeah, I just, I, I got a lot, honestly, like, the way the production is, it almost sounds like More Than Words by Little Mix, like, the little rappy parts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, a little bit. Check okay. out that podcast. Um, yes, Mix. <laughs> so, I almost liked it, because I loved that song, but then it got annoying. So annoying. Yes, we get it. You're rich. We're poor. Yeah, she I'm dealing with it. She didn't have to remind us again that I, we were poor. I mean... Like, oh, we get it. And then, <laughs> and then I didn't even realize that the song was a thing until the until the controversy. And I was reading it on well, Twitter. Not or, controversy, Or BuzzFeed. But... Oh, no. People are going head to head. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't people know. People on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. You need to leave her alone. She didn't say she was gay. But, you know, she said she liked women. But this is not a costume to wear. But so, okay, it's so like, oh, my gosh. For people who might not have known or have not heard the song, no, you're okay. Um, 
Ariana, well, they both actually, it's in the pre the pre-chorus, I believe. But they both say, but the chorus, Victoria Monet has already came out as bisexual. But Ariana says, you know, in the song, I like women and men. And so my when I first heard that, I said, okay, so this whole point was for you to come out as bi, I said, okay, I, you, we, yeah. you could have kept all that. Yeah. But then, you know, like, it's weird because I'm like, first of all, it's not like a shock because you were literally we saw break up with your girlfriend you were hooking up with the girl um when you perform bad idea live you like make out with a girl or not make out but you know what i mean yeah 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 and so i don't know so it, it wasn't like a shock to me or anything but ariana has come out and said you know she's not labeling herself yada 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 yada, yada and all that stuff so i don't really see why it's that big of a deal or an argument. I do, I do, if the people are making the argument that, you know, it's not like a costume to wear, you know, or whatever, for your sexuality, I can kind of see people being mad at that, but at the end of the day, it's no one's business. So, who really cares? But shout out to Ariana if, you know, do you, girl. Um, I said I like the part in the song where she says, she talks about giving 90% of the royalties Mm-hmm. Of seven rings, talking about still being rich. No, somewhat your life will be set if I give you my pin, even if we gave ninety percent of the royalties. I said, "Haha, I love self-aware little references." <clears throat> yeah, no, like I I don't know how I feel about this song. I would definitely not put this on my iPod. I think that this is. I also did you hurt you like know about how she is just putting out music to put out music that she doesn't yeah, want to be in an air. Think okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. No, as soon as she said it the first time, I was like, I said, well, actually, when she announced this song, I said, why is she putting out music? Yeah, yeah, girl, exactly. Stop, <laughs> please stop. We can't. Take a rest. Um, but I said I do like that it's two friends making music together or multiple friends, but specifically yeah. the two people singing on the track and sitting and enjoying their winnings because you know why not you got the biggest song in the country why not have some fun um i said victoria i said monet she just deserves the attention she's definitely very talented um who is she she i mean she's a singer songwriter I mean, she has her own music but she's a lot more known or she came up i guess in the game as like a as a songwriter yeah. for other people, like she's written for so many people and done vocal editing and vocal producing and stuff like that. Um, and you know she falls in that vein of a very talented person who just can't necessarily break out of the songwriter into artist mm-hmm. um, mold. And I said, well, this might be a good look. And I've always said too, when people like Ariana or people who are very successful in their careers and they have friends who are talented and make music i'm like how come they never do songs with them or make music with them i'm like give them a look like help them out (laughs) like i could and and i like that it's this way because to me it doesn't come across as oh she's using ariana or whatever because if it was like hey so my single off my new album blah 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 then i'd be like okay and there's some type of fishiness going on here. But so it's just like a, a friendship song or whatever. I think it's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said it's nice because the same team who did Seven Rings worked on it. Um, would I put it on my iPod? No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> okay, so next song is 
Hustle by Kaylee's best friend, Pink. Don't try to hustle me. Don't hustle me. Did you know this might change your perspective of the song? It might not because it changed mine, though. She made this song with Dan Reynolds of Imagine Dragons. I don't hear it, though. You don't? He's no. literally singing in the song. Oh, is he? He sings the whoop whoop parts in the chorus, and oh. then he sings on the last chorus, too. Oh, okay. But actually, actually sings. Listen. I didn't, I didn't, but I know what you're saying because I didn't hear it either until I read that. And I was like, oh, oh I hear it now. Hmm. Okay, here. Um, listen. Listen, <laughs> y'all. I... Kaylee loves pink. I hate... <laughs> I, okay. Hate is a strong word. I like <laughs> certain songs. Sober, beautiful. You and your hand, mm. classic. Yes, you and your hand. Oh. Um, what's it? Stupid Girls... I don't want to um, be a stupid prime. But listen, as much as I really don't like her last, like, decade of stuff. <laughs> you like her last decade? Summer oh, came out in the last decade. Barely. Which is what I'm saying. Like, That's you and your hand came say. out in, like, 2006. You didn't like anything off of that what? one album? Funhouse? No, not Funhouse. Funhouse is great. That's, like, the one pink album I own. That's the one with Sober and So What and yes, Please Don't so Leave Me. But... Got her first number one, so. But um, you didn't like the album with, or the singles at least, uh, with Just Give Me a Reason, Blow Me One Less Kiss, Try. You don't like Try. Kaylee, Try is so good. It's good song. And, and so, and you I like Glitter in the Air. That's good song. That's off of Funhouse. Oh, see? So <laughs> my points are being made here. And you, you didn't like... Perfect or Razor oh, Glass? Oh, God, no. I know you don't like Perfect, but Razor Glass? No. What? Razor Glass? Um, So What Part 2? I mean, Loki. <laughs> you even said it when she did that performance, and you were like, wow, those meld really good together. So Razor Glass, so what? <laughs> Anyways, like I was saying, listen, this song does nothing for me. It's, but let me tell you, What? No, I was going to say, I just, I don't know if you know this. I thought, okay, honestly, I'm not even trying to make a joke. I really thought this song was, when I saw it was called Hustle, yeah. I thought it was for like a movie or something. Yeah. And then when I saw an album cover that said something about to be human with the le- with the number two and the letter B, and I said, wait, this isn't real. This is not an album with this terrible album cover and this terrible title. And then it is. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, don't say sorry to me. <laughs> but I have I have some notes. <laughs> some notes. No. Listen. Okay. I, like I just said, the song does nothing for me. Yeah. I will not put this on an iPod. <laughs> but I will never not say that Pink is not a good singer. Mm. Because this song truly yeah. puts her vocals, vocals. in a light. Mm-hmm. Which is what I respected about this song. Don't me. Have you like, heard have you heard her little side project group with the guy from City of Colors 
They're called You and Me, I think. Or at least that's the album. Right You're now. asking me if I went and <laughs> and looked for Pink's right. side project. <laughs> Is that right? Is that what I'm hearing right now? Because I don't think you know me. <laughs> yeah, that was a dumb question. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think it's 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 focusing on her vocals, and it sounds oh. nothing like Pink's actual music. Oh, so I'm I thinking because I like that version of Pink or. Alicia, as she went by during that time, mm. um, more than like Pink's music. So I think you might like some of that stuff. But I mm. see, so yeah, she made the song with Darren Reynolds from Imagine Dragons. So that totally changed my perspective of the song because I love him. I said everything makes sense now because the song didn't make sense to me. I said, why does it sound like this? And then I saw Imagine Dragons. I said, oh, makes sense. But I said it's interesting how they didn't do like a full blown <clears throat> collab. Yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't Pink featuring Imagine Dragons or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, this to me, though, sounds more like an Imagine Dragons song. It doesn't sound like, to me... I'm talking, like, with the chorus and... Oh. So I'm talking, like, the main parts of this. And even the production. This song does not sound like a Pink song. You no, it t- doesn't. And I agree yeah, with that. Like, I, that's what I was just about yeah. to say. Uh, I said, I, I do like that you can hear Dan and the whoop-whoop parts in the chorus and then him singing... On the last chorus, uh, I'm talking a lot about Dan in a Pink song, I'm so sorry, but I said Dan co-produced too, and he's playing guitar in this. I said, okay, Dan, you don't even play guitar on Imagine Dragon song, so I see you out <laughs> here. Uh, the production is fun and upbeat, which is off, which is offsetting, I think, to the current state of pop music, which I was thinking about today. I'm like, pop music is very sad. No, yesterday. I said, pop music is very sad these days. I said, does anyone like happy, upbeat songs? Mm. Or is that just me? Is everyone just like a mood? <laughs> it is a mood. <laughs> um, but I think there's an organ gospel, there's an organ gospel sound to the bridge that I like. That's the one part of the song that I actually really like because, um, I don't know, it's just the chords in there and it's the organ sound and her vocals really get to shine on that part. Um, I said, yeah, Pink sounds really good and yes. I said, strays a little away from her normal formula of how she makes her her hits at least I said I feel but I said I feel like Pink just put out an album even though it was two years ago and we did a podcast on check out <laughs> oh, which has so many I listens know. oh I'm gonna see how many even though it's like a horrible album I'm gonna <laughs> how many <laughs> strings we have yeah but I said I think this is a little basic for Pink at this stage in her career like this, I don't know. It just seemed like I feel like she needs to take a break. Like this doesn't sound like the music that Pink at thirty eight or however old she is should be making. Is she thirty eight? Yeah, she is. <gasps> All of our people are getting so old. Not so old, but I know what you mean. Like older, <laughs> they're getting so much older. Yeah, I know it's crazy, and we have to have random people like Lil Pump. Just kidding. Um, yes, no, please. I would, uh, yeah, I would not put this on my iPod. Look, yeah, I either. would also not, obviously. Okay, so next song is Don't Worry About Me by Zara Larson. I'm fine, but why don't you remind yourself that don't worry about me? This, this song 
reminds me a lot of her first single that made it huge in um so good no no um first single that made it huge um i will never forget you and yes. With that beautiful black man that I Monique. don't know his name. Oh, okay, thank you. A great singer. Um, he also um, writes and produces for other people too. Yeah. Which I found that out. I said, "Oh, you produce? <laughs> <laughs> you produce? <laughs> like right? <laughs> do you? Do you? Um, I really didn't have much to say about this song, only because I this is the last song I tried to listen to before I came here. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've always liked Zara Larson because she... Very talented. Her, I mean, she's been doing this since she was little. Very underrated. And the production of this song, I... Yeah. She sounds good with the production. That's, mm-hmm. like, super hard for some people. They don't, like, follow the production that well. But her voice, and when she's in the middle of the song where she goes... It's like... <laughs> OMG, how do you even do that with your vocal cords? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to say that. I know, well, <laughs> but I knew that she sounded, I knew that I was going to like her because she did Symphony with Clean Bandit. So good. Such a good song. Such a good song. A bop. Mm. And, oh, that's what I was going to say about the song. This sounds so much almost like a, like a late 90s, 2000 neon green club beat. <laughs> Don't yeah, it's me. and like the little bongos like in the housey dance yes, hall. Yes. Uh, vibe. Yes, I very much liked this song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I was probably gonna even listen to it by myself yeah. if I knew Zara was singing it. But yes, I would actually put this on my phone. I said the chorus and the production on this is a great mood slash vibe. Um, so I like the house with the kind of dance hall influence vibe, especially on the chorus. Mm-hmm. You definitely hear that a lot. So the song about not caring about an ex is a nice change to the typical breakup song for either pleading or... Yes. Or, you know... Oh, yes, I love the message of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, I don't have time for you. Don't worry about me. I'm not worried about you. I'm like, yes, Zara, let him know. <laughs> um, I said Zara's an underrated pop artist. Uh, she makes great songs. Her last album had was full of bops and that y'all all slept on. And yes. Um, so the vocal performance is also really strong on this song. She's a great singer. She's a great performer. Um, she's very talented. I I hope the song continues to do more for her. I did hear Ruin My Life on the radio a couple of times, which is her last single or the first single from this new album from her. So I do hope that uh, Zara continues to gain success. And she's young, so I need her to stop. I hate when these young people sometimes go off about how they're so underrated and underappreciated. It's like, you're like, I don't know how old she is, but I'm like, you're 19. Mm-hmm. Like, chill out. You have time to grow mm-hmm. and to make it. Like, you know, that would be like if Sean Mendez was complaining about not being successful, even though he is. I'm like, you're 20 or 21 or whatever. Like, you're already this successful. Like, just imagine in five more years. Do you but, know who's really getting on my nerves, though? But, sorry, it's really oh, fast. Sorry. Um, I don't know if I would put this on my iPod, but if I did, it would be a nice, um, a nice, I don't want to say a filler, but a nice placement in a playlist. Gotcha. Like, it wouldn't be like, I'm playing this song, but. Oh, yeah. Even if it was in a oh, playlist yeah. that it came on, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a mood, so. Um. Who don't you like? Uh, Ava Max is getting on my nerves. Oh, my goodness. I've been talking to, to, about Ava Max to one of my friends who he said many times that he hates her, but I'm like, yeah, he always sends me 
things about her. I'm uh-huh. like, for someone who hates her, you are on her booty a lot. <laughs> Sorry, random. But yeah, she's, she keeps talking too much. Yes, she does. Our pink podcast actually doesn't even have, like, it has a 10K next <sighs> to it. It has a 10K what? next we to it. We hit the 10K. We going oh diamond on SoundCloud. Wow. Woo, woo, woo. Celebrate. <laughs> well, that's what they call it. That's what they call it on Twitter when you get 10,000 likes. Um, it's called diamond <gasps> on Twitter. All right. <sighs> Moving up in the world. <laughs> it only took two years. All right, LOL. Anyways, yeah. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Next song is Tiptoes. That's so weird to say it that way. Um, by, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna Sweetie. butcher her name. I meant to look at the pronunciation, but I forgot. But, Sweetie, that's how I've been saying it. Sweetie, maybe. Sweetie and Quavo. Yeah. Get nasty with it. If a bitch talking shit, I get ratchet with it. Five bands on my nails, so I'm classy with it. And if a bitch walking funny, you know daddy did it. Hold on, hold on. Let me get my roll on. Got that super soaker, so he had to put this coat on. That's an icon, taking off my bama. level couche, I've been more, I put a show on. Cocaine and it. Yeah, so another up and coming female rapper. She's actually really new. She just yeah, started to the. 2017 is when she released started releasing her first bit of music. So she's, yeah, relatively new. So I love seeing people at, like, the cusp. Or not the cusp, but at the beginnings of their career. Again, with all these not Christian music. Hey, this one is not as bad as... No, it's not. Whoa. (laughs) It's not as bad. Whoa. And the only reason I had picked... I didn't... Because her album came out. Or her EP or whatever. Mm-hmm. I see. And the only reason why I even knew about it was because Normani actually posted one of the songs on her Instagram story. Oh. Which is also in my notes. But, and so that's when I kind of, I said, okay, well, let me, like, look it up. And then I didn't know which song to pick out of the seven. Normally, I kind of will pick which one has the most streams. But I said, well, this one has Quavo on it, so it should be a bop, right? Or, like, a bop, like, in quotations. Yeah. I very much like the production on this one. The beat, though. The beat, though, and the, the boop, boop, like the little kind of computer noises. Yeah, I love the, the production computer noises really in songs. I really do. Um, she sounds good. Like, she surprised me. I didn't even know this was going to be a, a girl on the song. And But when she started rapping, I was like, okay, okay, all right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, and, I mean, who's on this? Quavo, Migo, who, what, where, why? They're all the same. Quavo, yeah, he sounds good, too. I very, I very much enjoyed this. I would, I would put this on my iPod, like, the last song for you. Like, I would put this in on, okay. as, like, a filler. And a playlist, yeah. Yeah. But the way that they have tiptoes as the subject yeah. is kind of funny. It's funny, yeah. It's, but it also, it makes an interesting song. That's why yeah, I, I yeah, saw yeah. it called Tiptoes. I'm like, oh, what's that? It makes me want to listen to it. I'm like, yeah. what's Tiptoes? Yeah. But I said I hear a lot of Nikki influence actually in yeah, with how it. catchy her flows are. I definitely I hear it a lot in the chorus and on her last verse, uh, especially. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to now see people coming up that like Nikki are just when we see people like artists that you know when we were in high school and stuff now influencing. Yeah. People, it's like that's so cool to see that transition, I guess. I said the beat is fire. 
Um, I like that. I said I like that. There's just like three verses before we even get to the chorus. Like it feels like a like a just um, an un. I'm trying to sound smart. Um, <laughs> well, I was about to say a word. I'm like I actually don't know what that means. But it's um, it's very like very rap oriented. It's like mm-hmm. I hit you with a verse, hit you with a verse, hit you with a verse. I'm like, are we getting to like a chorus? Where's the structure of the song? But I do like how both of them. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I like how it does sound like a like a duet. Yeah, they're equally. Yeah. Um, how much time on the song? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it gives the song a different energy when it's not like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Yeah. Uh, so I do like that. So I like Quavo's second verse. Um, don't care for his first one too much, but I don't. I didn't get the iCarly reference. Mm-hmm. This is some like blonde lace front, make her black, make it black like iCarly. I said I don't know it that means does he know who i carly is i watched the show well i said blonde i'm like okay is he talking about sam and then black i'm like okay well i guess carly had black hair so he's talking about turning sam into carly i'm just confused but (laughs) um again i said i wrote again beat is fire (laughs) beat is fire i will say that um i said i'm kind of here for her a little bit at least i support this song more than i supported that megan girl song but then I I tweeted and said I'm kind of here for her and the people are commenting on my tweet and they're being like really and they're saying that she's not that good I'm like well I've only heard one song what? so she's not that bad she's I mean she's I don't think she's bad at well, all I said, and I, said, I was telling them I said well she's a new artist and they're yeah. like well they're, they're like well a lot of new artists are good but she just needs to work on her craft I said what? well obviously but I'm just talking about the one song the girl like cheap one song can I like one song how many they were these Nikki people fans. said the same thing about Nikki when she well, came these, out. Well, these were Nikki fans that were commenting, I think. I'm like, right. I, that's, all, that's why I asked, well, what happened? I said, does yeah. Nikki not like her? Does she not like Nikki? Is that why you guys are yeah. saying these type of things? Because I didn't think that she was that bad. And I hear a lot of potential um, in her. Um, I would put this on my iPod, yeah. actually. It, um, it would definitely, like, it would be a fun song at the gym, I think. Yeah. I got caramel in my hair. I don't oh. know how I did that. All right, last song on, you heard it on Pop Talk, is Kill You Slowly by the Chainsmokers. I do things I can't defend, and even when you hold it in, hold it, even though it kills you slowly, explosions, hit it when we're in the open, keep on seeing these notes. So, I said to me, always when I was starting to listening, listening to it when I was doing my notes, it sounds like close to me. Yeah. But uh, you heard it too. Oh yeah. Okay, great. I'm like, I was like, is it like just a chord progression? But I was literally singing. Um, I almost started singing on my mind. Um, you know how the song goes. But yeah. I started saying, I was like, this fits way too well. But I will say it again. And I've been saying it since 2016, 2017. I like the Chainsmokers. I like the Chainsmokers. Y'all can stay mad. Um, I said, I think they have a very, such an interesting career trajectory. Just going from a song like Selfie to making like, the, like to this song. I'm like, wow, we have just grown and matured and just have taken music seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's just been, it's been such an interesting mm-hmm. journey to see. 
Um, I'm loving the more honest and lyrical approach to their recent music. This is the second song that's going to be on their next album after Who Do You Love came out, and that was with uh, their song with Five Seconds of Summer, which I like, and I've been liking a lot more the more and more that I hear it. So, I love the chorus production. The chorus, not even like the production, but the melody. I love that mm-hmm. music progression. But the thing I don't like about this song is that how relatable is it to me? Come on, guys. <laughs> like, um, hold it even though it kills you slowly. Like, the song is about keeping something that's killing you. Or being in a place that you want to, like, branch out of, but you can't, and it's killing you slowly. At least that's what I got out of What's it. What's wrong with that? That's relatable. You never held on to something that's not good for you? What? Yes! Oh. <laughs> I thought you were saying it's not relatable. <laughs> I was like, what? That's totally relatable. Yeah, it is. It is so relatable. Yeah, no, I I mean, I think he sounds good. I didn't know this was the actual dude. I thought yeah. he, he like, brought in Got somebody. somebody else. I said, that was my next note. Drew has clearly been working on his vocals because yes, he sounds so. better with every song. I remember when people dragged him during that closer live performance saying he cannot sing, mm-hmm. but just... This just shows with time and hard work, yes. even you can sing Lessons? without auto-tune. Yes, absolutely. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, or just sound like somebody gargling marbles. True. I said very atmospheric production with some like minimal trap influences. Um, I love the post-chorus, like little mumbo-jumbo part is what I call it. Mm. Oh, the... Du, du, dun, dun. Or no, am I thinking this song? No, I it's your thing. I think that was a Billie Eilish song. I think, oh. but I, I can't remember. But it's uh, how do you want the but I don't. Yes, know. yeah, 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 that part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like that a lot. Um, I said so far this new project sounds better than the last and has some nice. I, I'm seeing some nice, real nice pop ambitions from them with the yeah. last two songs. So I'm very excited to see what the Chainsmokers. Well, you also have to look at who they're collaborating with. I mean, why don't we? Right? Five seconds. Five, five seconds. Sorry. I wish Chainsmokers oh, did something. But why don't we? Yeah. Well, Five Seconds of Summer. I mean, had a huge hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, sounds, you know, has their own sound. And then when the Chainsmokers get together, they have their own sound yeah. when they come together. But like when they did their closer song with Halsey, that was just a wine fest. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I like closer. Closer got me through some dark times. I'm going to tell y'all. Because I'm not going to tell you. But, um... <laughs> I was working at... Well, I was working at Express. I think I was working at UMS. Maybe? I don't remember. <sighs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's going to... Oh, I would... Uh, yeah, I would put the song on my iPod. I would. Would you? No. Oh, wait, yes. <laughs> I was singing the lot. Yes. Yes, of course. So, yes. so fast. No, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm lying through my teeth. <laughs> oh, goodness yes. gracious. Um, okay, so that's going to wrap up. You heard it on Pop Talk. Um, you can check out the songs that we talked about on our Spotify page. They will be in a playlist that will be linked in the description for you. And now let's get into what we've been waiting for. All right. 
who is Billie Eilish, and we are going to be talking about our album of the week. On my notes, apparently her name is Bill, but Billie Eilish <laughs> and her album, When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Or is it Where Do We All Go? Or maybe it's Where Do We Go? No, it's, yeah. Okay. And uh, just quick facts about this album. It's her first album, her debut album. She's 17. And it's projected to debut at number one mm-hmm. on the Billboard charts with 275,000 copies, which is fantastic. So what is all the hype about? Let's just jump right into it. Okay. Or do you have something to say? No, I oh, just okay. wanted to make sure that we were talking about it as a whole. We weren't going to go through the album, right? Or are we going through the album? Because I didn't listen to all the album. Oh. I didn't know we were doing an album of the week. I thought we were just doing it like an encompassing who is Billie Eilish. Because that's what I did my mental notes on. Oh. I mean, I mean, I wrote something for every song. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> um, I've, I mean, I've heard most of the songs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can do it. Whatever. I mean, like, honestly, we get to a certain point. I really don't have much to say. Oh, but, okay. I mean, yeah, I can... We can talk however way. Okay, because my mine was like, like, who is Billie Eilish? What is the hype? Because I have the same exact question. Mm-hmm. Because when I... This is like... I'm not like most girls. I like Billie Eilish. I watch Shane Dawson. I wear black. Don't wear, most people like, watch Shane Dawson and I like do. Billie Eilish at this point? I feel like... But I think that she, I mean, I think My people are using her as an excuse to be quirky, and I don't A lot of people it. think she's an industry plant. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. People also think Ava Max is an industry plant. Yeah, I can and see that, though. I was like, can't they people just be successful? <laughs> but, um... Oh, sorry. No, that was just... Okay, well... Okay, well then let's... Okay, well this is weird now, but... I'm sorry. No, no, you're okay. So, um, there's, there's, so the intro, which is the track number one, which is just exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation points, I said, yikes, teenagers. Oh. Um, because it's just, oh, my Invisalign, blah, 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 blah. Oh, like, yeah, she does wear an Invisalign. And she can't stop talking about it. I'm like, teenagers, teenagers, teenagers. <laughs> um, and that's too, that's, I had to go into this... You always have to listen to something. If you want to give an objective opinion, you have to listen to something with the mindset of the audience that it's meant for. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, you're just setting yourself up for failure. But there is a little end. There is, uh, she laughs at the end, and they kind of cut off the laugh in the middle of her laughing. So it sounds really creepy, or it sounds creepier than it is, and leading right into the next song, which is Bad Guy, mm. which is the current single, yes. I think that's, just, that's such a just a good transition from a totally disgusting intro. That little, little tiny detail like makes the transition really well. So let's, yeah, so Bad Guy. This is a song, apparently the song's about to blow up. Yeah. People have been watching this music video. I, okay, so my, yes, I have heard Bad Guy and I have seen the video. I don't understand why her voice does not go with what she's, what the production is. I don't understand. Like, when I look at her, I don't, I don't see her singing like this. And I don't see her singing like this. Like, I see her make, like, I don't know. I don't know. She just doesn't look like that kind, like the you singer that she is. Like the little soft. Not breathy necessarily. Yeah, like she doesn't look like she should be singing that way to me. I don't know why. It's just weird. 
Maybe, I don't know. I haven't seen her enough. To me, she sounds... I don't know. Sounds fine to me. I didn't have that thought. The only thing I don't like about this song is when she goes from the... Bad guy. Duh. Like, I I hate that. Because then she sounds icky. I said... Okay. I said the bass on this makes the song slap. First of all... Oh, yeah, the beat is Okay, good. first of all, since we're just kind of talking in general, first of all, the production on this album, hands down, to me, is what is carrying the weight of... like the, I like the production, a lot of the production stuff, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, if you don't know, Billy, at least with this album, I don't know if it's true for all of her music, made the whole thing with her brother, basically. Her brother, Phineas, and he produced yes. all the, the track... First of all, he needs this shout out. He needs the he needs credit. So Phineas, you went off on this album. Shout out to you. But yeah, he used great use of like bass mm-hmm. throughout the whole uh, entire project. But I said I like the chorus, and I said the duh is very youthful and playful because it's the contrast. It shows that she is young and she is. 17 it has a contrast of yeah oh so you're bad da, da, da. i'm better than you i'm gonna seduce your dad and then it's like bratty teenager duh <laughs> i but think about it from the mind of a 17 year old and i'm like i can see i like that's kind of funny to me because then it goes into the little post drop part the and it's like very zany i i don't know i it's weird it's weird in the way that i like things being weird and I so said the melodies are catchy. I think it goes really well with the production. And when the beat switches, yeah, killer. I love me a good beat switch, especially the first first couple times I heard it. It was so unexpected. I was like, I kept thinking it was a new song, and then I yeah. went, then I would go to like the little thing, and it still says bad guy. I said, yeah, it's just, and then her lyrics just don't make any sense to me, girl. I- <laughs> I got nothing to really say about these lyrics. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I do. I kind of I do a little bit, but yeah. No, I have. After no. a while, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just listening to this from the production because, yeah. like, uh, I don't know what's going on. But, um, yeah, and, and I like the the vocal effect that she puts on. I'm the bad guy. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, the production is great. I'll just have that as a umbrella for um, the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. So apparently, and I don't know if this is true for <laughs> the teenage crowd these days. She talks a lot about death on yeah. this album and like her friends dying, her dying, all this stuff. Like, you know, in the song Zanny, she's talking about, you know, all of her friends basically are. ODing on this drug and she doesn't want any part of it. I said not into Zanny like all her peers. I said good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I do like about it though, yeah, the because I have heard this. Like I said, I've heard most of the song. The her voice and then the on this song sounds good, creepy. Like oh, how they me. put that effect on like the in the chorus and stuff. Yeah, I was like, is that supposed to be like her on the drugs? I said, but I thought she's not taking the drugs. I said, yeah. I'm confused. Um, but I do like that the production gets very. The production is so good on this album. I'm yeah. gonna keep saying that because yeah. it's real. It's in the small details of stuff. If you're really listening, um, and I suggest listening to this album with headphones, but. 
like the production turns like very sleepy and almost lullaby esque mm-hmm. on that second verse, and she's talking about sleepy or being drowsy or whatever. I'm like, that is so cool. I love when stuff just fits with what mm-hmm. um is going like going on. And there's a nice little drum part in there too that I like. But one of my favorites though that I really like because I love like the bass heavy ones. Um, did you hear? You should see me in a crown. Yes. You should see me in a crown. Mm, I yeah. said that yeah, when yeah, the yeah. production kicks in on the chorus, I said she has my full attention. I've seen people dance to her songs, and that was the song that was on World of Dance. Uh-huh. And man, the way that late that girl was dancing to this song, the you remember, you should see me in a crown. You should see so me good. in a crown. So good, so good. See, yeah. I do. I also really like the bass heavy ones, which is why when I listen to. Um, Oh, Bury of Bury of Friends. That's the song that's been going viral because of the TikTok videos. That too, and it it was a single too. Yeah, that's a I I kind of creepily like that song because it that almost that song almost kind of reminds me a little bit of what's our girl from back in the day, Creepy Little House. Oh oh. She just, I just listened to something she curly. did. Yes, Curly. Yeah, it kind of reminds me. Yes, that's exactly the right. The creepiness part of it. The creepy pop. Um, but, uh, yeah, I do like that song. Yeah, but so about Crown, um, I said the chorus is so good yeah. and it makes me not care about what the rest of the song is about because I have no idea what she's talking about in that song. <laughs> but then I said, I think she's talking about like it's a warning sign, like I'm here, mm-hmm. but I'm not really sure. Um, but there's a lyric in that song where she says, I like to hear I like to hear them scream, but her creepy aesthetic makes it sound very different. Because at one point you might be thinking, oh, she's, sa- she's saying, oh, I like how they scream, like as in the crowd. Yeah. But then she does it kind of creepily. It's like, wait, what kind of screaming are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Like screams of horror. A lot of these songs could go in a horror movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the all good girls go to hell. I don't I don't mess around with devil stuff, so I don't really know what that song is going on. Um, I said, is this song about accepting the devil in her life? Because I cannot get behind that. Um, but I said, her production melody and voice are solid. Her voice, she can sing. Her voice sounds really good. Well, let me rephrase. Her voice sounds good within the context of what is going on. Okay. Like, I'm not saying that like, she's the best singer or right. anything, but her voice her voice sounds good on her music. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you have to get used to it. Yes. Uh, the Wish You Were Gay, I said that sounds better in context with the album, mm-hmm. uh, Standalone. Um, when the Party's Over, that's been... I know that one's been getting a lot of attention. She just performed on Ellen yeah. recently, and I believe... There's a music video, I think. I didn't watch it. Hold on, let me hear what it. What do you think about that one? I um, I have heard that. Well, I just need to make sure it's the song I'm yeah, thinking of. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk. I said the yeah. haunting humming yeah. vocals that kind of ring through the whole thing. Um, I like. I said just just the soft, like <clears throat> cracking vocal performance. It's just haunting, but also very calming at the same time. I love the power of the bass just coming in on the choruses. Um, I said the song is sad. You know, it's about not going home with the one you want to and pretending it's okay. So I think it's a beautiful song. And fun fact, she didn't write this one. Her brother wrote this one by her by himself. Okay, so you haven't seen the video, right? 
No. This is the first. Now that I look, I see the thumbnail, is, but this is the first song I ever heard of hers. And do you know what the video is? It's of her crying, like blue black stuff. tears, black, blue yeah, tears. Yeah. I saw so the I thumbnail. went. Interesting. She's the future, huh? All right. But I will say <laughs> she's that she's the future, huh? <laughs> she's the future, huh? Alrighty. I want it. I got it. <laughs> but I will say I do like this song. I love her aesthetic in the song. The atmosphere of the song is really nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very. It's good. just very. It's like I said. It's it's haunting and calming. Yes. Yes. Um. At the same time. Um. Another song I really like is "My Strange Addiction." Mm-hmm. Um. It's in the chorus on that. And melodies work really well with her soft vocals. My strange addiction. Boom, boom, boom. And then, um, I, just, uh, I wish I could... I always think when I'm writing these notes, I'm going to remember how things sound. Yes, yes, I do that too. But the production, I, I, like the, I like the production. This is main riff. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but if you hear the song, you will immediately know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, this one was also written too, just by... Her brother. I said, why her brother writing my favorite songs? What? <laughs> where is he? Right, where you at? Where Phineas? is he? Phineas. But, um, yeah, and of course, you know, Bury a Friend, um, that's where we get the album title from. Yeah. Which I like. I like that she named the album not from a song title, yeah, but, but from, from a, a lyric. lyric. Yeah. Which, and I think it's a really great question. I don't think that question is answered on the album, but, like, where do we go when we fall that's asleep? That's true. I mean, it is kind of thought-provoking, because it's like... I mean, yeah, we all know, like, we're unconscious or whatever, but it's like, you know, what is actually happening, Shame. right? Don't go into that hole. I'm not. Don't go into that Eilish hole. And then, like, because I thought, I said, I th- and too, randomly, I thought, I said, what if there's, like... You know how, like, when you sleep, your body's repairing and doing oh, yeah. all that stuff? I said, what if it's not our bodies, but when we sleep... There's little robots that <gasps> appear out of nowhere and they just <laughs> fix us. <laughs> I wish, please <laughs> what? fix me. And they're just doing deaths. But like when you start to wake up, they just like vanish. I said, Do I need to sleep longer? Said, Do right? I need to give you I more said, time? <laughs> I said, Yo, this album got me questioning my existence. Oh my um, but yeah, um, but that song. I said, I love the catchy but hauntingness of the chorus. A lot yeah. of haunting yeah. uh, themes uh, or melodies going on and sounds. Um, I said, but this one sounds a lot like some of the stuff on Yeezus by Kanye with the production, <laughs> for sure. I was like, I said, I think Kanye, I said, he probably would love her. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to he's gonna hear this or hear about her, and I bet you by the end of the year, there'll be a Kanye and Billy song. Ooh, so, that would be probably good. Um... I said, I said, this feels like it could be in a horror movie. It's so weird, but interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so the song, Eli Mile, I forgot the pronunciation, how to say it, but I the one that you. looks like Eli Lowen love- Stitch, um, I love, no, I don't think, I don't think it stands for something. Mm-hmm. It's like, they, they had a pronunciation, but I forgot. Mm-hmm. But I, one of my notes was, um, she said, uh, said the song is about the fear of separation. And I, I took from it, yeah, because all her friends are dying and she just can't take it. I said, dang, girl, get some help. Mm. <laughs> I said, you've seen too many friends die. The next song, you talking about you want to die. I'm like, get some help. I said, you're 17. I said, I don't remember. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think she's 16. Uh, she must recently be 17. Oh, okay. I, everything I see says 17, oh, okay. but... 
But um, don't get me wrong. I remember having a lot of emotions and emotional issues when I was 17. But girl. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't doing all this. I was not doing all of this. Actually, y'all should hear the album. I wrote an album when I was 17. I need to find that notebook. Mm. And I need to like... I think I remember some of it. I think... Did you like sing some of it? Maybe. I still know my single. My single uh, second best. Oh, that song is good. <laughs> I, <laughs> sorry, anyway. Next podcast. Right. Shay's album. My, my, my first album. I've actually written, technically, I've written two albums. Like, oh I've actually gosh. sat down and like, okay, I want to write this. You know, album is used in quotations. Oh, like, man. You know, what I thought an album, what I thought writing an album was back then. I just wrote a bunch of random songs. But, um... Yeah, so that listen before I go, I said now I said, and now she's trying to kill herself. Um, but I said, that song though, I love the sounds of the police sirens that are in the back of this one because um, it's like a suicide note and it's like right before the cops show up or right before you call the cops. So that was a little cool production mm. uh, detailing. Um, I said the song. Sorry, it's too late to talk to me. I know, I said, sorry, it's too late. She's saying, sorry, it's too late to, like, save me, but talk to me and tell the people that I love that I love them. I said, is this what teenagers really go through? <laughs> is that what I went through? I was like... <laughs> like, I mean, I was sad. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I identify for sure yeah. as, like, a sad person more than I identify as a happy person. I, I, I identify as a happy, sad person, but... But, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, some of the stuff on this album, I was like, y'all really going through stuff these days, aren't you? Yes, ya? obviously. Um, but I think it's a beautiful song. It's well-written and uh, produced. I said well-written and produced, but there's some heavy stuff in that one. Um, and the last couple songs, uh, like, I don't know. It's just to drag a little bit, because it's just... That's when she starts getting to that very slow, draggy, moody stuff. Like, the yeah. song, I Love You. Kaylee, let me tell you what I said about the song. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I said, this is the stuff I can't do. The slow, moody stuff. Love the harmonies, though, with her brother on the chorus. Mm -hmm. Song drags. Mm -hmm. I said, it takes over a minute. Listen to this. It takes over a minute to get to the chorus, and it takes more than two minutes, or almost two minutes, to get to the second verse. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like. You must have been going crazy. I was like. (laughs) this song end that's what I was thinking I think it's like four minutes and fifty some seconds no absolutely not (laughs) and then I said um uh I said second verse talks about flying on a plane and then just a small production details uh there's a flight attendant's voice going on in the background you know telling them to buckle up and do all that stuff and then you also hear the flight take off I said so I thought those were cool sound bites that they use within the production. Um, I'd like the, pro- the acoustic-ness of it, because uh, very acoustic guitar-driven, yeah. but then I tweeted, a song called I Love You should not make me want to die. And that's <laughs> like, oh, too, too slow, too draggy, too moody. Um, yeah, and that's kind of really... I think that's kind of really it. Um, overall, though, I said this album has really great production... That bass, uh, I think her vocals are good and pretty consistent mm-hmm. throughout the album. Um, I said a few songs that I genuinely like on here. Um, I like the ones that I really like. I like, 
I feel like stupid. I feel bad because I like the singles, but like whatever. Uh, um, yeah. I like bad guy. I like crown. I like when the party's over, and I, my strange addiction and bury a friend. Those are like yeah my top five and like my only five. But <laughs> um, I said I can't get into that uber sad and mm-hmm. moody music just because it drags. It is hard for me to relate. Um, I just said, but this music also isn't meant for me. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, too mad. I'm not like mad that it sounds like this. I'm not like, how did you do that to me? But it's not what I wanted. Right. Because I don't care. Right. But I think it's a strong debut album for her age. I think it's very, not necessarily. I mean, it's it's cohesive, but like it's not like it doesn't all sound the same. But it's a nice body of work mm-hmm. that goes really well together. Um, I said you can really tell that she has talent and potential because, yeah, just I don't know at seventeen like putting together an entire album of stuff that you did basically by yourself, just you and your brother. I think one is brave. Mm-hmm. Um, two, shout out to your label for believing in you like that. And three, like, I don't know, that's just really cool. Mm-hmm. You get to you get to see this success, you know, with your brother, and I think yeah. that's pretty cool. I I enjoy the singles as well. So. Now, so now watching some videos and listening to the Klee album, who do we who is who do we think Billie Eilish is? What is she or who? No, what does she represent in pop music today? Do we think? Mm, are we comparing or are we just? You give your opinion how you want to give your opinion. <sighs> I don't know. I just feel like she because she is well. I mean, you can she... compare it to uh, two definitely people. I see her as a mix of right now. Mm. I don't know, man. I just I just know that a lot of girls that I know that like her are those, like, oh, woe is me. I'm so sad. I'm a 32-year-old trapped in a 17-year-old body, and I've been through so much, and blah, blah, blah. I know that doesn't make sense, but it makes sense to me. But... No, I I know what people... I hear people say all the time, I'm blah, 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 trapped in a blah, 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 Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I feel like those are the people who like this kind of music, but I feel like if you take yeah. that, at, that I'm going to say it again, that atmosphere out of that and just listen to her as an artist, I, I enjoy some of the stuff, and I'm surprised to say that because I really didn't. I went into her Me too. thinking I was not going to like I her was, at all. I was ready to be like, why did I even make this decision? Yeah, <laughs> yeah do this but she was getting a lot of buzz yeah. I heard a lot of positive yeah. uh, things mm-hmm. about um, her and her album mm-hmm. so I was like well, let's just give it a try and I was actually pleasantly surprised which confuses me because I don't know why I couldn't get into her music before right well it's the hype it's those people who like I see her as the same well I don't think it's the hype I didn't listen to this with the hype in mind, like, oh, this stuff is so good. I was just like, oh, I actually like some of No, I mean, stuff. like, the hype around her, like, the attention that she was getting. Yeah. I guess that's why I say it when I mean hype. No, I know what you mean, but that didn't change me thinking, oh, I still right. don't like, I've never liked her music, so right. just because it's hyped up, not all of a sudden going to like it. But I do think that there is a difference between listening to something when the hype is there yeah. and listening to something when the hype is not there. Mm-hmm. Or at least when you're out of the hype. You just hear things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, 
I don't know if you there was one that stood out to you that you would want to play. Um, I really only have one that I feel like I can play that you might not have heard because the rest are singles, so get your life together because those videos have millions of views. So you probably already heard those. But I am going to... Oh, yeah, I have a song. Okay, I'm going to give y'all my strange addiction from Billie Eilish's album because that one is almost the most poppy to me as well you know I love my pop songs mm-hmm. and um yeah yeah I just have the nice a nice riff nice chorus nice uh vocals on that song so this is my strange addiction just add some friction Kaylee, what song? I really like the Crown song. Yeah. Just it's you should see me in a crown, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to crown. choose. You should see me in a crown off of Billy Eilish's album. You should see me in a crown. I'm gonna win this nothing tell. Watch me make them bow. So, guys, let us know, have you heard Billie Eilish's album? What did you guys think? What would you kind of rate it, Kaylee, actually? Um, I, out of what? Like, give me a number out of. I like to do out of five, but you can do out of ten if that's easier. That's easier for some people. No, I'll do it out of five, because I actually, might actually honestly give it, like, a three out of five. Which is high. It is high, yeah. So, yeah, I'll give it a three out of five. It's above average. Yeah, we do it out of five. I'd probably give it a three as well. It's pretty solid. Um, Shows the potential, but it it shows where she can grow into. You know what I mean? It's not like... Like, she didn't, like, make a, a classic debut album. She'll never be able to be better than that. So. Awesome, 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 awesome. Okay, so before we wrap up, we'll be wrapping up a little soon. Let's um, jump into a little couple pop topics mm-hmm. really fast. Um, so we saw Dumbo. Yeah. What do we think about the Dumbo movie? It was cute. I mean, Dumbo himself it was, was the cutest yes. thing I've ever seen in my life. Yes, I, I want to say about that. Because, like, I knew nothing about Dumbo really going into it. Dumbo oh, was not my yeah, thing. But the way that they did Dumbo, like, with the CGI and everything, I was really connected yeah. to him. Like, I felt for yeah. this animal. Just his facial expressions, they were very small. Even, like, the part where he was um, watching the beginning of the show, like, before it was his part, he was just so, like, amazed yeah. what everything was going on. I'm like, this is so cool how... We can do stuff like this. And he was so adorable. Every time, like, 
he has scenes with his mom. I just felt the pain. Yes. Um, I mean, I think the only time I actually was going to maybe tear up was when he was going to his mom on the cabin and she was locked up. And he oh, was during like, the song? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone said, um, one of my friends tweeted, if you don't cry during Baby Mine, um, something about I don't trust you or something. I said, well, I didn't cry, but I did think he was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Kaylee actually, because I was asking Kaylee during the movie, because uh, Colin Farrell stars yes. in the movie, and so I was just because Kaylee has I'm familiar with the, familiar the with version. the movie, so I kept asking. I was like, oh, so was this part in the movie, or is like this character in the movie? Yeah. Um, oh, so how did he do? Yeah, yeah. So I want to say, what do you think as uh, seeing the original movie yeah. and to this one? How do you think that they did that? Oh, let me just say, first of all, that it is not the original. They take things from the original it's, and, yes. and made it it's, more human It's based off of. Yes. Which is what people need to understand with adaptations is yes. that they're based off of what the original whatever. They're not redoing it necessarily. Right. So they went less Lion King, more... <laughs> that Lion King trailer looked... Spot on. I know, I'm so soaked. <laughs> I'm so soaked. Um, anyways, yeah, like, they didn't have any of the animals talking. They had, like, the mouse, but he didn't... They the, talk in the movie. Yes. They have to, because there's no people. Yeah, exactly. And this is why it was so weird to me, because I'm like... Like, they focus a lot on the family. Yeah, exactly. the actual movie. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, like, other... So, me knowing... Going into it, going, oh, okay, this is definitely not the original. I thought it was not there. But did it keep, like, the same essence of it and the same heart? Like, did it kind of have a similar overarching yeah. story? Like, yeah, basically. Did he end up with his mom yes. in the movie, original yes. movie? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, yes, they kept that. Um, but then they just added the human family. And then, like, the the businessman, mogul, villain guy, he wasn't I didn't the, like him. No. Who was the actor for Michael that? Keaton. I thought that was Michael Keaton. Michael I was, when Keaton. I was watching, I said, that looks like Michael Keaton, but yep. I don't know. It must have been the directing that. I did not like his what? Be- performance too much. Michael Keaton worked with, has worked with Tim Burton a million times. Beetlejuice. He was Beetlejuice. He was Batman. Yeah. No? They hit the mark for this one for me. Hmm. I kind of liked his, his... I thought he was... Well, okay, let me say this. He was very annoying. Yeah. And maybe that was the intent with the performance. And if that were the case, it did its job. Yeah. So, okay. So maybe it has nothing to do with his performance and everything to do. I just don't care, like, the character. But mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to like the character. Right. So that might be a good thing. So then maybe they just, maybe he did an excellent job. He there. did his job. Because I was like, I'm not like this guy. <laughs> he is annoying. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed his, like, childlike, his, like childish persona because I guess he never had it I mean it, he said it in the movie yeah no I'm, I'm listening yeah no, but the, I mean I don't know I kind of liked how he played him like oh I'm a four year old man and I'm like where's my Dumbo yeah. where's my Dumbo you know well yeah cause I, I like that also cause the circus you kind of yeah. have to have that childlike yeah. mentality to be there I didn't think the conflict... I was really missing a conflict. I think that was my mm. major issue with the movie. I understood... So my conflict was, okay... This guy... The conflict was basically... 
they wanted to sign Dumbo up to do this show, and they used the money to get his mom back, but now the guy's going to sell his mom, so let's save the mom. That's a really weak conflict mm. um, to me. I think, was that the conflict with the original movie? Like, was uh, was he trying to rescue his mom, or were they trying to sell his mom ever? No, because his mom never left. His oh. mom was in the circus. She was just locked up. There really was no conflict in the movie now that I'm thinking about it. The conflict was that Dumbo was a flying elephant. So it's it's more like okay, it's more like of a coming of age. Yeah, they definitely type of thing. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Okay. Well, that makes a little more sense. But that's what I was kind of missing. I didn't think the conflict was yeah, yeah. Um, that deserving of a movie, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I looked at this as a nice warm up to the d- upcoming Disney season. That's what I looked at this movie as. So, okay, what would you would you rate this movie, and what would you recommend people go see it? Yes, I think people should go see it. Um, definitely on Discount Tuesday. Um, Our Regal Cinema. I, <laughs> I wouldn't go. I would rather watch this on HBO. I don't think this is a movie you should technically like. Spend a million dollars on, but is it a movie? Is it a movie that people should wait for, like Redbox and Netflix? Yes. Okay. Yes. You don't think they should see it in theaters? No. But I thought it was good, and I would rate it. I would also rate it a three out of five, just because I like Tim Burton, and I like the visuals were spectacular, like the CGI and the the music. Well, for me. I don't know. I, it was just very low energy for me. Mm. Like, it was just something that was missing. I think it was mm. the conflict. I, I, I think know. you should watch the original. I think you'd change your opinion, actually, if you watch the original. But it's a different movie. It's a different movie, but it's... I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I would... Yeah, I would... Same thing you said. I recommend people go see it. It's a cute... It's a fun uh, family movie. I think they what they did with Dumbo is... Uh, really cool and I think they told his part of the story pretty well and I think that they focused more on that mm-hmm. I don't know maybe the human part was a little lackluster to me I don't know yeah I don't know nothing about Dumbo <laughs> so <laughs> but I thought Dumbo himself was really cute and they did a really good job with him mm-hmm. so alright um I don't remember what else you said. I the only really other big thing was Nipsey Nipsey Hustle. Oh Ooh. yeah. I don't know who that is. So Nip no Nipsey Hustle was he was a rapper entrepreneur, um, and he was shot and killed recently. Yes. Outside of his store, I believe in Los Angeles or somewhere in California, I believe. And uh, yeah, he was married to Lauren London, mm-hmm. and they had uh, either one or two kids together. I oh, know no. one for sure. Okay. Because she had another The kid was the there, too. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, the crazy part about this story to me is just that... It's just, you think... You just think, like, you work your life, right? Right. Or you live your life and you're working really hard to achieve goals or to achieve your version of success or yeah. whatever that might look to you. And you start to really get there. Like, you know, he just got nominated for a Grammy, the past Grammy for his album. Um, he's opening up stores and doing, like, business stuff that he's always wanted to do and that he's worked for. And he was pretty young, 33. 
And just to feel the comfort and the confidence to be able to just take your family to your store, your establishment, where you feel like you're going to be safe, and then someone just can come out and shoot you. You got shot six times. That is ridiculous. Yes, they think that they know who it is. I was un- I was going with the bandwagon. Like, someone came out to get him because he was doing a documentary on the guy who can cure AIDS and yada, yada, yada. Somebody found out, so they shot him dead. Um, they think, they said that, at least the last time I was updated on the story, that they um, have found the person who did it. And I think they think it's, like, this gang-related mm. stuff. But, and then there was the conversation of... If you come from, like, the hood or something and you get successful, should you go back? My answer to that question when people were talking about that was, like, and it's just for me if I had to go through that experience, I'm not going back <laughs> because I already, I know what goes down. Right. And now that like, I got, and now I have money. Yeah. It's totally different. Yeah. It's a totally different experience and you just can't be, unfortunately... You just can't be that trusting Mm -hmm. to that same environment. And I think, I mean, I don't know too much of the details, but that might have been his downfall. But it's very, it's very upsetting. I can only imagine what Lauren and the family and whatnot are going through. So definitely prayers for them and uh, prayers for Nipsey to rest in peace. And hopefully we, we get to a time where we can like stop this unnecessarily unnecessary violence mm-hmm. um, and yeah. killing each other because it's just ridiculous at this point. Like so many people, especially rappers and artists, yeah. are just dying so rapidly um, nowadays. And yeah, so it's just unfortunate. But so hopefully, no one else gets shot and dies in twenty nineteen. Only from natural causes, please. Um, <laughs> I'm just telling the truth yeah, but yeah. Um, okay so I think it's gonna wrap up a, another Pop Talk podcast thank you guys so much for listening um, like I said before follow us on social media we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Pop Talk Podcast Spotify page we'll have all the songs that we talked about today for you to listen to um, I don't have a Don't Sleep on this track I don't know if you have one I figured we had so much music today. I was like, yeah, Ugh, this is all I've been good. listening to. It's just <laughs> the new music, uh, Billy's album. Yeah. Um, I started listening to Khalid's album, which I said we were talking about this week. I got yeah. the dates wrong, but we will be talking about Khalid's album next week. Got Free it. Spirit. Um, we'll be prepared. <laughs> yes. Also, to his short film that came out. It's also on YouTube. Okay. So make sure you watch that, we'll too. Um, and... I started watching it and I was like, oh, we have actual real dialogue and real scenes. I said, oh, Khalid, I'm shook. Khalid! I watched like two minutes. I'm like, Khalid, I'm shook. Oh. <laughs> so I can't wait to uh, see that. All right. So thank you guys again for listening. Ooh. And uh, Kaylee. Oh. I know. I know. What oh, no. are we going what are out we to? Going to? I feel like, you know what? I feel like, you know what? <laughs> what? I probably will like let this idea go either next week or in two weeks, but we should go out to a Gaga song every day, or every week, not every day, yikes, every week until we go. So, <gasps> yes! should we go out? What I'm so we, for it! What should oh, we go out well, to? Let me look at my playlist. And for the people who don't know why I said that, we, Kaylee and I, in two months, we'll be going to Gaga's Enigma Las Vegas residency. I'm gonna cry now. 
Yeah, I'm just... Oh, just uh, I just like can't every, wait to go to the airport and just... Oh, no, oh, my gosh. Do you know our flight's at, like, 9 p.m.? I don't care. 9 p.m.? Yes. Well, this will be able to sleep. Yeah, yeah, Um. Okay, let's see. Hmm, what should we do? Um. Do we want to go, like, in order? Like, hmm. Do we want to <laughs> do, like, Just Dance or Poker Face? Bad Romance? Hmm. We've been playing Bad Romance recently, so let's not do that. Okay. Oh, yes, we did. Okay. Let's just do dance. Let's just dance. Just dance? Just dance. All right. Yes. So until next time, we're going out to Lady Gaga's number one debut single, Woo. Just Dance. Peace out. Bye.